little town. It's a friendly village. Every day, like the one before. Little town full of friendly people. Waking up to say, "You whore! You whore!" Put on, on your, your mask, mask, you whore! There goes the drag queen stumbling home like always. The same tequila on her breath. Every morning just the same. Since the morning that I came to this usually friendly town. Your mask on, Seth. Sorry. Where are you off to? The meat rack. Just to do some reading. This book oh, is so Please good. stop. I, I have not slept. You know, I think you've aged a bit since last summer. Now everyone you meet is scared and angry. Each way you turn, Lady Macbeth. Every summer in the past, everybody had a blast. Now they really are uptight. Your mask on, Seth. <laughs> great. Hey, whore. Good day. Yeah, what really are good. you up to? Sorry, mask. Hey, girl, mask up. You've got some spine. Sorry, mask. I wish I had some antibodies. The only body that I've touched is mine. Hey, Seth, <laughs> what are you reading? Oh, the most wonderful book. It's about this kid who goes to Italy with his family, and then his dad's really hot student comes to join them. Please, and... <laughs> put on your mask. Look, there he goes without his mask, as always. I hope he's not on crystal meth. With a dreamy, far-off look, and his nose stuck in a book. Will you please remember, pull your mask up, Seth? Oh, isn't this amazing? It's my favorite part, because you'll see. He first meets Elio, and he won't get friendly with that peach till chapter three. <laughs> peach. Hey, whore. Hey, boy. What's up? Stand back. You call that disc? Six feet away. Some wine. Stay back. Rose. Back, back up. Where is my night? My mask from mask queen. Wash hands. Phase four. Get back this instant. There must be more than this pandemic life. Just one time. An aging twink should keep his mask on always. Why must we beat this point to death? Crazy. Everybody in this place is offended by my face. Yes, he's really a forgetful boy, a naughty and forgetful boy, an aging and forgetful boy. That's sad. Your mask. Your mask. Your mask. Your mask. You whore. That's fun. Yeah. Who did that? Oops. Sorry. <laughs> uh, this guy that he's obviously, I mean, who would do this but except for a singer, dancer, actor from New York City? Right, of I mean, course. Yeah, you could have guessed that. Um, a Broadway star that doesn't have a job right now. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, his name is Seth Sykes. S-I-S-E-T-H-S-I-K-E-S. 
You can check him out on Instagram. I thought it was super cute. The, again, that is super cute. It is a mix-up visual and um, audio, but both are really good. So They made me happy and sad because, God, I haven't been to uh, Fire Island in forever. I know, right? God, when's oh, he going to... the meat rack. I know, and he's off to go to the meat rack. <laughs> meat rack to read just a book. To, just to do some reading, of course. You know, only reading. Yeah. <laughs> Braille. <laughs> right. So it was funny. That's uh, great. So, yeah. So, what's been going on uh, in the last seven days, lady? Mm, well, let's see. The world is upside down. Again, still. Again. I mean, it, I don't need. I just am like, just shake it. At well, this point, just shake us all off and start over. Yeah. Just push it's, rewind. It's coming. It's uh, just around the corner. Speaking of, did, did you watch? Did you watch? Did you listen to our episode from last week? Speaking of the world being upside down, I did listen to the episode. <laughs> Fabulous editing, I must say. <laughs> it was a challenge. I will say I was not in a good place with our uh, technical difficulties that we had last week. But yeah, you know but what? you uh, you did a round off back handspring, back handspring, back flip, and turned it into something. I know. Serious. I thought it was it was pretty good, and you it vamping. Was. During the when we, I think I think the best <laughs> when line we of the lost Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the best line of the entire thing. Uh, uh, hello, did we lose Neil? Okay, we've lost Manhattan. <laughs> like it's like we're broadcasting over just like <laughs> like it's world news tonight. Totally. This just in. <laughs> so it was it was fun to listen to you vamp, and I wish that like there wasn't like this big huge swath of just like silence when I was like off trying to figure out the technical difficulties but it was funny and it was good to listen to and you know like i was saying to you like we learn from the mistakes and we move on but uh you know i encourage everyone to go listen to our work from last week hotties and well, <laughs> and the thing is too even with the technical difficulties and frustration and annoy and being annoyed there's like little gems of there humor are. and fun and whatever it is you go back and you're like oh wait there, and yeah. I'm also saying that because my uh, WGRL partner here, Neil, is quite the perfectionist. So Right. I'm pretty hard on myself, and I'm just as hard on everybody I else. I know. Well, and then when I was getting one-word text messages yesterday, I know you were busy, and I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? Oh, no, Are I was, you mad at me? No, I was just annoyed in general. And I knew I had to like finish editing that, and I was just kind of like dreading it, like really, really dreading it. You like, did a really good job. So, yeah, thank you. I, um, yeah, Thanks it's fun to do. And, you know, star. <laughs> uh, and so speaking of like, you know, I think in that last episode, the, 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 the beginning part, we kind of pulled back the curtain. So, in, in the uh, light of continuing to pull back the curtain, I'll we'll reveal to you that Heidi and I are actually using the Zoom video for this episode for the first time. We usually are we doing are? this. <laughs> right. Heidi doesn't know that I can see her. She, Stop picking your nose, Heidi. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget that I can see you. Um, so, yeah, no, we decided that it probably would flow maybe a little bit better between the two of us. It was flowing fine, but, you know, sometimes we can't really see when the first person is talking or, pull, you know, looking for something. And Well, so, and I will say that yeah. uh, thanks to my good friend Scott, who's been – great and forthcoming with really good feedback oh, when yeah. he listens he and has. yeah and that's one thing he said he was like oh you guys are really good and it's funny and i enjoy it but you talk over each other and yeah. we had said you know what it'll if we see each other yeah it will be better like i can see you getting ready to say something so i right. can shut up or yeah. vice versa so i think it'll be helpful yeah it really is 
Um, and I do appreciate Scott. I think that I hope you told him that because it actually is good to have someone actually give feedback and be like, "Hey, do this differently." Gretchen did that the night that we listened to it with her, so I thought that was fun. Yeah, that's good. It was really great too because I told you he's like our a really great big chunk thirty one. He's our right. audience, and yeah. he texted the other day and he was said, "Where do I find it? Give me more. I need something to listen to." Oh, good. Well, did you tell him? I we- know, <laughs> and I did. I was like WGRL Radio. He's like, well, I finally had to download SoundCloud so I could listen to you. Oh, that's right, because he was not down. He didn't want to download it. He was resisting. <laughs> He's like another app. I'm like, shut up, child. Well, download I get, it. <laughs> I get that. I, I think um, Cameron Michaels even she posted something on her Instagram. She's a drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I was like, is but, she listening? <laughs> I wish. No, no, she will one day. Uh, she posted a, you know, Instagram has that new Reels thing, which is like their kind of like answer to TikTok. It so is, yep. she posted a picture of this old man on a cane, like hobbling along on her story. And she goes, this is how I feel just looking at Instagram's Reels. Aren't we, don't we have enough apps and things that we need to like learn and just post shit to like, I get it. Like we're, it's like, app fatigue with all of these outlets and streaming services and everything well it's funny that you know that i uh i like tiktok and no you love it i know and you hate it which i think is so great but it's funny because i was just you know and talking to people about it whatever this summer and i've had so many people like oh you should do tiktok videos and i'm like yeah i thought about it and then i looked at what it is and all of the different, this is how you do this. This is how you do this. I'm like, I do not plan on learning how to do fucking any of that. No. It is do this, flip your phone, do this, drop a shoot. I'm like, and it's it just, to no. me, it looks like a lot of lip syncing. Oh my God. Uh, no, it, no, no, no. There's like tons of stuff that's not dancing and lip syncing a ton, but just make it. I was like, I no, I'll just keep watching. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I mean, I'll keep being a voyeur. Yeah, you can keep sending it to me. I mean, I watch some of it. There's some of them I look at, and I'm like, I just can't do this. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck this is. I just cannot even look at it because it's TikTok. <laughs> like, Poor. Oh. I mean, and I only send them to you because I'm like, I think you'll you'll appreciate this. No, no. You'll like this. There's only been a couple. This. There's only been a couple I haven't watched, so you can keep sending <laughs> it's fine. Um, But yeah, so. no, there's been a lot of things happen this week. Um, RBG, of course, we had to pay our respects to her. She was fucking yes, awesome. The notorious RBG. Yeah. Thank you, Ruth. I mean, she was Thanks awesome. Thanks for I making mean, my life better. Just yeah. For as far as equal rights and equal white rights for women. Right. So you know, it's um, interesting with all the talk and everything happening with her death, and right. then it's like got to be careful. Like it's been really good to remember. And to go back and watch documentaries and different things about her that have been so good. And I've seen all of them. Um, We watched the RBG documentary on Friday night, or actually watched it on Saturday. Oh, see, I haven't seen this at all. And it brought me to tears. Yeah, you said that. so good. Yeah, Yeah. just so in just the big picture of everything happening and Supreme court justice and the political and everything to get away from that and how amazing she was. And right. I loved so much how people were like, she was the last superhero, literally a superhero, like as close as it basically comes well, it's to having just, one. Yeah. It's interesting how so many of our human rights 
are hinged upon one person. Yeah, it's, amazing. It is so scary, though. And yes. his, his, you know, I don't know if you saw that um, Lindsey Graham clip that he said years ago that he, whenever Obama was, was had the chance to nominate um, someone during his last year, and they all, he didn't have the support of the Senate. Ten which, months. Which, if you listen to King of All Blacks, he was like, you know, on, on Howard Stern, he was like, which King has actually made some really good points lately. I really, I've really enjoyed hearing his take on stuff. Um, but he said he's kind of mad at Obama for not pushing it harder. But it's like Robin said, he didn't have the support of the Senate. So it's like, okay, he can push all he wants, but he's not going to have the support of the Senate. So no matter what he does, he's, he's fucked. Yeah, so, when he said that, and Robin came back and said they, they wouldn't even listen. Right. To, they wouldn't even listen. They wouldn't even have a hearing. Right. So what do you do? But during that, Lindsey Graham said, made this little speech in Congress. And, I mean, it is – is and there's, the music that they put this to is like this like haunting, scary music because it is like the devil. I mean, it is – it is demonic. This this person, him and Mitch McConnell and Trump. I don't and I don't want to go down that road because we talked about yep. way too heavy on the fucking <laughs> the maudlin the dismay of society. But like, there's mm. a, we just got to like listen to a couple of things. We got to. I mean, this is shit that's happening around us every day. So let's try to keep it light and airy, but still, <laughs> this is but what's real. happening. <laughs> All right, keeping it real here, okay? The last year. This is the last year. Uh, of a lame duck president and if Ted Cruz or Donald Trump get to be president they've all asked us not to confirm or take up a selection by President uh, Obama so if a vacancy occurs in their last year of their first term guess what you will use their words against them I want you to use my words against me if there's a Republican president in 2016 and a vacancy occurs in the last year of the first term, you can say, Lindsey Graham said, let's let the next president, whoever it might be, make that nomination. And you could use my words against me and you'd be absolutely right. So, yeah. So, but of course, you know, these people, they don't give a fuck what they said. They don't give a fuck. There was, um, I was listening to um, The Daily, The New York Times Oh, uh, yeah. Michael Barbaro hosted podcast you know, every Monday that. through Friday. It's really good. Yeah. And um, did an interview. He interviewed this woman this morning. And I can't believe I didn't write her name down. I could go back. But and she's been hardcore for pushing for the right wing and, you know, anti-abortion hard. And she's like close with like she was anti-Trump, but he has. Like in this interview, it's like, wow, he has really given her pretty much everything she wants. He, she meets with him. Who is this? The, one of the, the nominees? The woman? No, it's not. Oh. She's running the anti-abortion. Oh, oh, because they've got those right, religious right, just that agenda. Right, they're bringing and those cases up to the up to the Supreme Court now. Yes, she is all Trump all the time because he basically has given her everything because because of that, because he gives her everything. He gets that vote, which was a big deal for Michigan and Wisconsin, pull, pulling Michigan and Wisconsin with that suburban religious right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that alt-right <sighs> and pro, you know, and complete hardcore pro-lifers. Yeah. 
And she, you know, and she's like, she's had the list. She's talked to him about the list. She knows exactly who she wants. She's talking to Trump. From his, his Supreme Court list. So, Oh, yeah, she's like, I helped. Basically, she said, I helped build that list. Yeah, well, that's what I, I pulled one of these to talk to you about, because this lady, Amy Coney Barrett, I can actually that's show you stuff one. now. I yep. can actually show you on the camera who I'm talking <laughs> I, about. Um, I th- you know, she's the number one pick that she wants probably, right? But I thought this was super interesting. I won't read this whole entire fucking thing. You can go look it up yourself. But the thing that was interesting, someone did like a, um, on Instagram, like a 10, 10, you know, 10, you slide through 10 Mm -hmm. pictures with like descriptions of what each of them stand for. In the last, in the last, she's got a two pager because I guess she's like, they want to really like talk about her. But the thing that was so fucking weird and scary, her and her husband, uh, it says are members of an obscure group called people of praise. And they swear a lifelong oath of loath of loyalty called a covenant to one another. They're assigned and accountable to a personal advisor and a called a head for men and a handmaid for women. The group teaches that husbands are the heads of their wives and should take authority over the family and describes itself as charismatic Christian community. The heads of the handmaids are given direction on important decisions. No, they give direction on important decisions including whom to date and marry, where to live, whether to take his job or buy a home, and how to raise his children. And then underneath it, it says, dot, 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 under his eye. Handmaid's Tale. Exactly. I was like, whoa, that is literally the Handmaid's Tale. So. That's going to be uh, the replacement for RGB. I mean, RBG. I said RGB. I know. That happens all the time. I know, because it's like the red, green, blue, the color thing. It's, exactly. That's what I think but yeah, I mean, that's the replacement. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, it's really frightening. I mean, the best thing about it is that when Biden gets in, that they will then bump it up to 11. Bump what up to 11? Justices. Oh, and so that you think? Nine, then he, t- then he changes that and gets two. Oh, God. Or it goes to 13, and he just and plows through. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, because we had to flip the That's Senate, though, to do that. That's what to start paying attention to. Oh, yeah, it's my God. It's been a God. lot of talk. There's been a lot of chatter out there. But wait, about... that's an amendment to the Constitution, though. Yeah, but if he gets in, that's how we're going to get the fucking... That's how we're going to get the court again. That's how oh. we get the court. Oh, my God. Which I like that. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be good. So there's this little, there's an ad out right now. Oh, God. I don't even know if it's an ad. Um, But it's been this clip of Biden saying, you know, they, or it was, somebody was interviewing him in the news and he said, I'm not even going to bring, I won't answer your justice question. Because then when it comes to the debate, that's all he's going to do. Trump will just be like, why are you doing this? Why, why, why? He goes, he's just going to try and turn it all about that. So I'm not even touching that. I'm not going to answer your question. I'm not answering anybody's question about that. This is going to be crazy. Bring it. That debate on to and Joe Biden. I was listening to him when he talks off the cuff. He's better than when he talks scripted. When because then he's like, Ugh, I got to follow something. I know. He just they just yeah. need to let him go. I think they will. Well, I it's going to be really good because it's going to be a town hall. It's going to be in that town hall, you know, but atmosphere. Are they going to be there together, like side by side, or is it going to be virtual? Oh my god! I wish it was side by side. 
think they may be. Oh God! Remember when Trump was yeah, pacing behind could. Clinton? Oh my God! And how crazy he looked! And he's all like, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh God, that was fucking insane!" Absolutely insane! Oh my but, God! So well, to be continued. Yeah, to be continued. And isn't that coming up? That's Thursday. Uh, I thought it was a week from Thursday. Sorry, it's a, in a week. It's on the twenty ninth. Yeah. It's Tuesday, right, 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 Tuesday. So, oh, that's good because then, you know, everyone will be waiting with bated breath for our yeah. show on Wednesday after the debate. Oh, right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, RBG, we maybe, love you. Yeah. We and, love you. We love you. And thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Great. She was amazing. So, I watched her, Joyce D. Donato, who is a uh, one of my favorite, favorite opera singers, interview her um at the kennedy center and it was like a 20 minute clip i got sucked into last night and she's just a fucking amazing to listen to amazing oh my god amazing so you just brought up the kennedy center and you know she was there all the time loved opera like opera was her thing and so my friend jeff mack used to be the senior he oh, was yeah. the head of all fundraising, you know, at the Kennedy Center. Oh, yeah. And so every time she was there, and he posted this, you know, when she died, but every time she was there, he would go to her seat and he was like, So, um, Justice Ginsburg, is it a wine evening or a coffee evening? And she was like, I'd like my wine spritzer, please. So she would uh-huh. always have a wine spritzer. She he would be like, Is it a wine spritzer evening? Oh, that's or great. a coffee. And she's like, Oh, a wine spritzer, Jeffrey. Oh, that's that's amazing. <laughs> I just thought that was really great. I was Aww. like, oh, thinking about the people that I know that actually came in contact with her and yeah. saw that person, and just yeah. it's just been amazing. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean it's so important to. I mean everyone's saying this, and like it's like what you just now referred to with you know what's going to happen with the Supreme Court, who whoever wins, Trump or Biden. Like, you know, Trump could do the same thing. He can change it to 11 or 13 and stack it even more, too. But, like, it's, like, the importance of, like, voting. Like, I mean, everyone's been saying it, and, like, and you know, to yesterday, what's today, Wednesday? Yesterday was National Voter Registration Day. And, you know, it's, like, you're inundated with all of these things, all of the influencers, everyone. So I feel like we have to say, too, everyone needs to go vote. Everyone needs to do their part. But I just, like, my thing was, you know, I get it. A hundred million people did not vote in 2016, which is absolutely Insane. embarrassing like it's ridiculous so i get why everyone's got to say this and you've got to get off your ass especially the young people and fucking go vote like i work for a person now don't want to reveal who it is but everyone's getting off at two o'clock on election day to go vote like you have no excuse everyone is giving you the time off but like yeah everyone's encouraging it like everywhere you look it's like everyone's beating into your head but it's like people need that and i'm not saying it's bad I just think it's fucking ridiculous that we have to push it this hard. Like, it shouldn't be a thing. People fight. Right. Like, for years to get a free election in their country. Yeah. I mean, it is like people go to war over having a free election. Yeah. To be able to vote as a human in their country. And here we are like, I'm busy. Oh, I've got to go get a mani pedi. I have to be, I have to make videos for reels. It's not good. And I'm, it's just not good. And I mean, it's, it's a perfect example of what we've created as a country. Yeah. The people that are here. Yeah. We're so selfish. Just that live here. We're, and we're so self-absorbed. Everything is more important. And, and that's when it's just like, okay, 20 somethings you think everything's okay and you don't want to go vote 
Let's see what let's see what happens to your life in the next five to ten years yeah. if you don't do your job. And yeah. I'm saying this either way, and as much as I am anti-Trump, not anti-Republican, but anti-Trump, right. you still have a right. It is still your job to vote, even if it is for Trump. It is right. get still, in the right. habit of doing your duty. We have very few rights, and they're going to be stripped away. Yeah. Vote. It's your right to vote. Yeah. I mean, me and Heidi, <laughs> so, obviously, you know where we stand politically, and so we obviously are, are not supporters of Trump, but that does not mean if you're a supporter of Trump, you should not be voting. Go vote for your man. I mean, I give Kaylee McEnany, when I play those clips of her, I give her credit every time. She stands by her man. And she... Yeah, but- and let but her she do did, it. She did take a note that she was never going to lie on her first day. Oh, I know. Oops. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's why you can call but her a liar. Right. Yeah. But, you know, you're right. it's like, go vote for whoever you want to go vote for. Just go. It's fucking stupid. So there's our PSA. Uh, go vote. So I wanted to uh, ask you something. I was, you know, scrolling through the New York Times today and saw something about the Metropolitan Opera. Oh, yeah. Speaking of opera. Yeah. <laughs> What'd yeah, you say? Yeah, like <laughs> little circle around opera and really just the headline that... 2021 Metropolitan Opera season yep. is canceled. Yeah. And I mean, it was like, <gasps> Neil. Yeah. Neil uh, used to work for the Met. Yeah. I used to work for the Metropolitan Opera, and I still have some very good friends that, that work there. And today they said they got basically like an hour notification that they were supposed to have a meeting with to listen to Peter Gelb deliver a special message. So <clears throat> they did it, and essentially Peter canceled the whole season. And the what the, the 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 better part of the message was, and I actually got the message sent to me um, because it was uploaded to Vimeo after he had left the after he delivered the video address live on Zoom. It was posted for everyone to see with the link and sent out to the entire company. And so I actually got a copy of it. I didn't pull the audio because I really am not sure I'm supposed to have it. But generally, it's the same thing that was in the press release, which is what you list, what you read, um, Hadi. But essentially, he's saying that, you know, this is the fight of their artistic life. Like, this is it. Like, the Met will fail. It will go under. And the entire message was geared towards the unions because the union contracts have expired now, especially Local One, the chorus, and the orchestra, which is the big three. So right now, they do not have a contract that they're working under. And so he is basically using this as a bargaining chip to say, if you don't come to any concessions, then we won't have jobs in the future. And it's like, you know, they're going to view it as a threat. They're, you know, going to get all pissed off, and they're they're probably end up saying, fuck you, because that's what they did for so long when I worked there. I worked there for six years. They they treat you like absolute garbage. I've never been talked to like this as I was, especially during union negotiations. And so I see this, and I see that he's canceling the season, and I know that these people are all on welfare. Some of them literally in the comments were saying that there's some of them are on welfare and on food stamps. And I just can't help but smirking and thinking, fuck you, you deserve it. Because people, you know, they don't understand how egregious these contracts are. Like these choristers and orchestra members and local one members are getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And most of that is for time not worked. Like it is ridiculous how these these contracts stack provision on top of provision pay on pay they get the same pay that they would 
for the, an opera that's broadcast in the or that's that's put on the stage in the house, and if it's broadcast on HD, they get paid double. It's pay on pay, and it's egregious, and it's fucking theft. It is the mafia at work. And if you don't fucking believe me, go watch that series on Netflix about the mob and how the mob rose to power using the unions and controlling the loading docks with the Teamsters and everything. It's it's bad. And the Met has been set up to fail because of Joe Volpe's leadership. And yes, there's good people in mixed in with this. This is what my friend was saying. There's good people that get wrapped up in this. I get it. There's good people that we know that we're friends with that are good people that are that literally are on food stamps and 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 can't feed their kids right now. I get it. But but when you want to talk about the fact that they would grieve the fact that they they put Porgy and Bess on last year and they in the in the estate of the person who wrote the opera, I can't remember who it is, it says that it has to be done by an all black cast. So the regular choristers are not all black. So they had to bring in extra choristers and Porgy and Bess would go over midnight by a few minutes, which meant an hour of a double time. So the regular choristers are so fucking greedy that they grieved the fact that they didn't get paid the hour of double time, even though they didn't work it. Because had they had been had they been allowed to be in the opera, they would have got the hour of double time. This was a grievance, people. Like this is what it was like. And I'm talking that's one example of hundreds that I would deal with. These people are greedy, stingy, disgusting pigs, and it's never enough. It's never enough, and they treat you like shit. And they say that it's Peter Gelb, it's Peter Gelb, it's no, 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 no. It's these union contracts. Yeah. You know, the people in the comments, the people reading it like you that don't know any difference. I mean, you know because I've yelled at you about it for years and, like, fucking preached about it. But it is ridiculous to, to for people – when you read the comments and people are like, oh, it's, you know, Peter Gelb's running the place into the ground. The board is corrupt. It's this and it's that. Uh, I, it's not that. It, it is the contracts. And one of the things he did say was the board is supported. This is when I was really like smirking because me- his message was like, fuck you all. But he, he was smirking and he was saying the board is willing to uh, make some donations to help pay for part of your salary during this next year when you're not going to have any work. But that's only if there's bigger concessions to come when you negotiate your contracts. And I was like, you go, girl. Nice. You fucking go. This is what needs to happen. Like, this is your opportunity. Like, I fought so hard and worked so late on these union contracts when I worked there. I know. And, you know, this is the opportunity that they will never get this opportunity again to make this right. Like, you have to figure out a way to terminate everyone, start over, get new contracts. I don't know the legalities of it, but they've got some high-powered fucking great attorneys working on it. So, oh, I'm sure to be continued on that as well. But That's crazy, I, you know, I you know I can get on a soapbox and preach about the Met and the unions, and and I guess I'm I would say I'm not really pro union. It's kind of like where I'm Republican. I think is like I'm like I think like who's pro union, who's not? I think you know Democrats are very pro union, right? Like I'm not really like loving yeah. unions, and it's just really because of this experience I had with the Met. I I just cannot stomach them. I I mean I didn't have it like you did but when i was oh at safeway yeah in the groceries business in dc it's union and it's just like oh my god the whole i mean just the the thing that i hated the most is it's not my job oh you're right yeah Oh, I can't touch when that. When you were talking about, like, I my... can't touch that. I can't plug that in. No, oh, right. I can't. I can't package that. Totally. Oh no, you can't. No, that's yeah. not my job. Oh my god, it makes me crazy. 
makes me crazy. They would like drive the truck up I on the loading dock. That. Oh yeah, Un- you, you, the Teamsters would have to unload. The, one person would drive the truck; no one else can drive it. Teamsters could unload the truck and set it on the loading dock, but they couldn't take it further than the loading dock. Then the stagehands had to move it from the from the loading dock to the stage. Then the stagehands couldn't; the, the loading dock guys couldn't move it onto the stage into onto the where it's supposed to be because a bunch of different groups had to do that. And then the prop people had to put the props on the set. I mean, it was <laughs> it's so stupid. And then they would just stand. I mean, literally, they would just stand there. Like if totally. someone, if they weren't paid to move this piece of paper right. one inch, they would just stand there and look at it and smoke. A yes, cigarette. yes, smoke a and cigarette. And just look at it and be like, I can't touch that. It's not my yep. job. It's not my jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah. It's Sorry. not my jurisdiction. Not my job. Oh, it makes me so mad. So you know what? <laughs> I hate that the you know I hate the good people. I hate the people like the supers. The people that you know, there's there are good nice people that, I, that I've got to know. But you know what? You reap what you sow. So I always said karma Maybe is the mafia fucking... is actually dying in New York oh, yeah. for the first time. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> the, pan- the pandemic has done what no mayor has ever been able to do. <laughs> able to do. Oh right. my god, it's amazing. Crazy. Yeah. So that's that. Yes, you read that right. The Met Opera season canceled next year, which is you know it sucks. I mean, like Pat Gunn's not going to come here and go see it. I don't need to get my my night of opera with Granny. I was going to say, did you talk to Granny about it today? No, I'm going to talk to her this weekend when we go to P Town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, we'll have a whole. We'll just like geek out talking about it. <laughs> right, I oh, bet yeah. she's. She gonna loves be like... talking about that shit. I know she's just gonna be like popping popcorn, going, oh, "Neil, mm-hmm. tell me more." Well, she she actually has an inside track herself. She knows a, a couple of singers that actually sing there, so she's probably already gotten. Oh, she's been yeah, in contact she's got with information. them. So we just trade information, and it's just fascinating. So, so we're gonna move from yes. opera sports to. Ooh. I'm waiting. <laughs> yes, honey. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> I was I was too busy talking about the Met. Oh um, yeah, football, yeah, football, baby. football, football, football. Oh my God! You honey. pay for the whole seat. Oh no, this year you don't pay for a seat because yeah. nobody's in the stadium. Right. You get your football <laughs> fill from WGRL right here, baby. <laughs> And probably about, yeah, I don't know, 70% of it might be true. <laughs> yeah, but it's still fun to do. Oh, my God. So. so if you were with us last week, which if you weren't, you need to go back and listen to that section of the show because it was fucking, I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> so we're going to do it, it again. It we're going to do it every week. So wh- how are we going to do this? What are we going to do? You're so going to tell me. what I'd like me. to do is, yeah, I'm going to come back in. So we did, uh, I picked all, I did my picks for yeah. every game. And I marked them. And we marked them, and so of course, and which, <laughs> what I love too is, it made it so much more fun to watch football all weekend. Oh, right. Because I'm like, I got a little different stake in the game here. <laughs> <You> totally. <do. laughs> so yeah, we um, marked these off. Um, so yeah, Hadi told me she went pretty quick, and you know, kind of like analyzed each team, what she thought, who she thought would win. And uh, I guess you're going to tell. Let's start first by what did you get well, right last week? Rather than I think, rather than going through every game because yeah. then I'm going to go all my picks for next week too. Yeah, I'm going to highlight like, wow, these were really good games. Oh, okay. But first of all, I'd like to start with I picked six out of sixteen games. I picked thirteen. You're lying. I'm not. See, I haven't seen any of this. Eighty-one point five or like eighty-one point two five percent. 
Wait, is what I picked. There were sixteen games, and you got thirteen right. That's amazing. Damn, Gina. Damn, Gina. And one of them was by it. Like I only lost it by a point. I was like so close to a hundred percent. That's why I was like. Oh on wow! Sunday, Rita was like reading off scores. And I was like, "Oh my god, I picked that one! I picked that one! Did I you, picked that one!" <laughs> did you show him your list and what you picked? <laughs> yes. Oh, good. So I was like, and I picked. I was like, I thought maybe I would say, "Hey, you don't want to help me with these picks?" And I was like, "No, I'm going to show him my picks and see what he picks differently." And I'm oh, going yeah. to go on record saying, and I said it at the end of last week, I picked the Raiders to beat. The oh Saints my god! And that was controversial in Las Vegas. because Rita was going to fucking murder you for that, <laughs> and he would never because he knows how much of a Raider hater I am. Yeah, but that was such a great game to watch Derek Carr and the new Las Vegas Raiders beat on Monday Night Football beat this New Orleans Saints in Nevada, right, in Las you, Vegas. Right, because and a couple things. It was. The 50th anniversary of Monday Night Football. Oh, God. And it was in Las Vegas with the Raiders, and the Raiders beat the Saints. And everybody across the board picked the Saints to win. Well, because everyone hates the Raiders? No, it's just the Saints on paper are a better team. But you said, and Drew Brees you, is having a good yeah. So I picked and I picked the Raiders and the Raiders won. Right, you. I was gonna say you picked the Raiders. Now the Raiders was used used to be a different city, right? It was Oakland. Oakland Raiders. Yes. Okay. Okay. Got it. Wow. And you picked that, and then Rita likes the New Orleans Saints, right? That's why he was. No, thinking. he's the Raider fan. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's what's so funny because we're like abs on football. We're absolute rivals. Oh, I love I'm, that. I'm a Bronco fan, and he's a Raider fan, and it is like a maddening. Oh, that's what like, you were saying. The two, yeah, the two, the two of you disagree. Total rival. Okay. Yeah. So uh, when they kicked off on Monday night, when we were watching, you know, all the announcers and everything, and everyone's picking the Saints, and I'm like, God damn it, I picked the Raiders. And then when they won, I was like, Yeah, that's just like shit. I should have had money on that game in Vegas. Seriously. <laughs> God, we should like maybe try to figure out how to like fucking bet on these when you do them. <laughs> Fan duel <laughs> or DraftKings. <Yeah>. Draft <laughs> Is that really how you do it online? Yeah, if you're gonna bet, yeah, it's that's you. It's better. I mean, I haven't done it through DraftKings or FanDuel, but yeah, that's the real money, baby. Can you um, can you bet on like the Kool Aid color and the jerseys, all that shit on these games, or is that only the Super Bowl? Like what's the? That's probably just the Super Bowl, but but I don't know. Like I haven't gone in. You can bet. I mean, on every game you can bet the coin toss. You, I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's everything. Okay. They just really amp it up for the Super Bowl. But so my yeah, what were only your other... losses actually um, was the Atlanta. So the Falcons yeah. against the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys came back to. Beat them forty to thirty nine, and like it was wow. like the, a last second score. Damn! So I lost that one. Yeah. Um, I lost Denver, Denver, and uh oh, Denver and the Ste- so the Broncos and the Steelers played. Yep. And Steelers won. It was Steelers won, but I will say this: our quarterback got hurt. We have our um star running back is out we had another running back out like we have all these injuries so basically Steelers and Ben Raplisberger from the uh, Steelers you beat my literally my second string maybe third so suck it 
Um, and then what was my other? Oh, and I lost the Cleveland Browns beat the Cincinnati Bengals. They look, I mean, the Browns. Oh, I and it, I'm yeah. always like, if it's Brown, flush it down when it comes down to oh, the yeah, uh, you said that last Cleveland week. Browns. But damn, they look good. So I picked them for, for week three. And that's the so, three you got wrong. And the rest of these fucking things you got right? My the God, the Cardinals, them, the Bears, c- the yep. Packers, the Colts, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, the Tampa Bay, Tennessee, Arizona. Wow, um, look at you. Kansas City, Seattle. Seattle was a that was and there was really good games. There were some really good games this week. Kansas City almost lost to the Chargers like damn. Do you think that all of the um pent up rage and emotion from being quarantined and stuff is coming out in the football season? Well, on the play from the maybe, players, maybe they were just like, "Oh, fuck it." Except though, there's so many injuries because they didn't have, they weren't practicing, and they didn't have a preseason. Ah. So there were like seven torn ACLs on Sunday. Wow, that's unheard of. I was going to say, is that a lot, you. or is that? I mean, that's obviously a lot yeah, by what you're saying. It's a lot. Like it's, normally, there's it's like a one. lot, a lot. Yeah. There's a ton of injuries because nobody was practicing. Right. They were only doing whatever it was on their own. Nobody was practicing. Nobody was, you know, so the tons of injuries. People just, and they're just getting their bells rung. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I tell you, as bad, well, I will say this, though. NFL, for as just in the past and, you know, with Colin Kaepernick and how he got screwed by the NFL for yep. taking a knee, you know, they are coming out strong. I mean, I'll tell you like NBA is killing it, but every end zone says end racism in the paint. Oh yeah. Everything's painted. A lot of teams have opted to have, um, like names or sayings, quotes on the back of their helmets like Brianna Taylor or yeah. you know am I next and racism like all of these different things and I'm like okay good job Lur you know Lur made a comment about that like his he was talking to his dad cuz his dad is obviously against all of the protests and you know is a Trump supporter and like Lur's just like having a really hard time with how his dad thinks and what he believes in and he his dad went on this rant about the NFL and how there's basically the peaceful protesting within the NFL with what you're saying, you know, the sayings on the helmets and everything else. You know, in one breath, they say they're not racist and, you know, th- that they support the movement, but, you know, they shouldn't be, you know, tearing stuff up and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and then, it, like, the violence is not the answer. So then, like, they do a peaceful protest, and like now he's pissed off at the NFL for that. So it's like that's not the answer. Right, that's not the answer either. So you're really pissed off at what they're protesting. Like he's you, really pissed off because he's racist. Because he's racist, right? That's that's so that's what that's it. And Soler was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm cannot believe I'm sitting here talking to my dad, and like he is literally basically not seeing the fact that he is completely racist. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Right. Yeah. So, and really quick before I finish up with football, shout out to the NBA who is just owning all of it and killing it. There was a picture put up too. Uh, I think it was on Friday. It might have been Friday or Saturday. And it was really quick, and I might get this wrong, but it was LeBron James and someone else sitting in. They took a picture with a black justice robe and a descent oh. collar. Oh, wow. 
for, and it was awesome. But on their jerseys, they have their names and each player has their, they can do what they want. Some, uh, they have workout, uh, like when they're out, just like before they start, you know, t-shirts that say like, am I next? Oh, right. Don't There's, shoot. It's know, only cardio Black Lives matter. Oh, oh, don't shoot. It's, I mean, it's just crazy. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, go for it. And so even on their team jerseys, it's like end races. Like they have a choice of their names and a saying. Right. And That's so great. they're killing it. Yeah. And That's I think awesome. it's, uh, yeah, it's really awesome. But All right. Let's so. get to these picks for this week. Come on now. Come on, people. Let's go, baby. Let's have some fun. All right, she's got her picks in her hand. I see them. She's got a piece of paper. There's marks all over it. There's a lot of homework. There's a lot of studying. There's a lot of comments. There's a lot of things (laughs) about to happen. Oh, my God. Football, football, football. All right. All right. So So we're on week week three. three. What are we doing? All right, let me. I'm going to do my list. Now, I'll switch my list format because I think you have a different list you want me to follow, which I'll do for next week. But one more week, get through with me. Let me search for the teams when you call them off. Got it. So we're going to start right. with tomorrow, which is September 24th, first Thursday night game of yep. week three is Miami Dolphins against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Rawr. Yep. I bet. You know who really likes that team? Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm Yo, you cool I'm... cats and kittens. It's Carol <laughs> at Big Cat Rescue. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I'm taking the Jaguars over the Dolphins. Okay. Then we are moving in. And Got of course, it. I know for everyone that's judging me out there, I'm not doing spreads. I'm not doing all that. I'm just picking the teams. Oh, yeah. You start talking about that shit, I'm out the door. I'm out the door. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> we got to keep this simple. St- kiss. Keep Except, it simple, keep stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Sunday, uh, starting out, we've got Chicago against the Atlanta Falcons. I'm picking Chicago Bears, Dub Bears. Okay. You, Next uh, game, yep. we've got the L.A. Rams and Buffalo Bills. Yep. I'm taking the Bills. Bills are looking strong. Come on, Bills. Okay. Go, Bills. <laughs> got I it. I love that because Buffalo 66 is like one of my favorite movies. Uh, <laughs> then we have the Washington racial slurs Washington. against the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and I said I could never take the Browns last week, but Browns are looking Ooh, good. Yeah. I'm taking the Browns to destroy the racial slurs. Okay. I love, again, every time I look at my list, it says Washington football team. It's the Washington Football Club. I mean, can you not think of something you've had all you summer? You can't think of it. You've had years. People years. have been trying to get rid of that name for years, right. and you can't get anything. It's just like, you could think of something, people. Come on. I mean, it really sounds like the chess club. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so right, then next? we're moving into uh, the Tennessee Titans against Minnesota Vikings. Could be a Tennessee lose week, but I'm going Tennessee all the way to okay. beat Minnesota. Got it. Then we've got the Raiders over New England. Now, mm, no Raiders oh. are going to be high coming off a win, but I'm taking Cam Newton and the New England Patriots. Damn. That's right, baby. Oh, my God. We're okay. Moving into, we've got the San Francisco 49ers yeah. and the New York Giants. I'm taking oh, wow. San Francisco all the way. Okay. That's two All right, big moving names. To Cincinnati over Phil Philadelphia. Uh, you know, I'm not. I actually, I think the Bengals are playing pretty good. I know they lost to the Browns, but I'm taking Cincinnati over Philly. Okay, you heard it here first. And th- You're that's seeing right, her work. Sorry. She's showing you her work, people. <laughs> We've got Houston Texans, Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Ben Raplesberger. But anyway, I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> over Houston Texans. Okay. I like this is based Sorry, on JJ facts, Watt. not an emotion. She's factual and not emotional. <laughs> New York Jets, who, God, I would love for the Jets to just have one winning season in the last 30. <laughs> one game. Sorry. Yeah, a game, maybe. Even I know they, they suck. They won't even go 8-8. Eight eight. They're so bad. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm like, oh, sweet little Jets, but I'm taking the Colts over the Jets. <laughs> okay, got it. Then we've got Carolina Panthers, another Carol Baskin favorite. Yeah, right. Over. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. (laughs) What was it? Sorry. Over the the Chargers. I am taking, I'm taking Chargers. They've got a young quarterback and he seems to be, uh, he's making some noise. I'm taking, I'm taking the Chargers to beat the Panthers. Then we've got, ooh, so I've got a couple games. I was like, ooh, not so sure. Detroit Lions, Arizona Cardinals. So I think I'm going Detroit. I'm picking Detroit. I'm just doing it. I've always been a Detroit fan just because. Got it. Uh, Tampa then, so hard. I mean, it's Tampa Bay against Denver. It is. Right. And we've just lost a lot of players. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, God. I know. I'm just struggling here. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> I got to pick with my heart one time, and I'm taking the Denver Broncos oh to God. beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. <laughs> oh, fuck. Good oh Lord. Oh, my God. This is going to be. If I mean, you have to watch. one lose, I'm just going to be so pissed. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to watch this game. Wait, when is this? I got to put a star by it. It is Sunday on Fox oh at 425. God. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> that may be my time. Maybe 625 for you. But then we've got Dallas, who's looking really good last year against Seattle Seahawks. I'm taking Seattle. Yep, Seattle will beat the Dallas Cowboys. They've then been good for a while, right? Seahawks, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, yep. Russell Wilson is a kick-ass quarterback. He's got a really good team. And Pete Carroll. I mean, yay. He's so he's so joyful. Um, then we're going in Green Bay against the New Orleans Saints. Yep. Tell you what, this is going to be a fucking game to watch, people. Don't miss it. Really? Okay. Drew, B's just, Drew Brees just came off losing in Vegas. He is not pleased with that. And Aaron Rodgers is a green fucking machine thus far this year. He is out to win. Aaron Rodgers is going for it in Green Bay. Green I think machine. he wants his. He, I swear to God, he wants his last Super Bowl ring before he retires. Oh my God! Last but not least, wait. Is, but who are you picking, Saints or Packers? Oh, Packers. Okay, Packers. that's what I Aaron thought. Rogers. I just wanted to make sure and get that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. When sorry. you Packers, say green Packers, machine, Packers. when you say green machine, it reminds me of, remember when we were in Fire Island and Savannah had on her green swimsuit, her green flip flops, her green sunglasses, her green, green towel. Glasses, green towel, green <laughs> everything. And we were on the beach and we were so fucking drunk. And she kept, she had that electronic cigarette that she got from that guy at the fucking pizza place. And she kept saying, are y'all into older ladies that like to occasionally dress in drag and smoke an electronical cigarette? A lady of a certain age. Yeah. And then she was in all that green from head to toe, and we kept calling her the green machine. <laughs> God. I love that. That just translates from Fire Island gay to right. football. And remember, well, Pete- Aaron Rodgers is gay. Is he? Closet. Ooh, I can look that up. Aaron Rodgers is gay. Okay, circle that. And then then we have Monday Night Football. It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs against the Baltimore Ravens. This is a hard pick. 
It's a hard pick, but I'm going to stick with Kansas City Chiefs and Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. <sighs> that's going to be a battle royale. Are you serious? I have a feeling. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a really good game. All right. So, there you go. one thing I would like to say after these picks, <laughs> and I don't you may or may not have heard about it, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. That, uh, excuse me while I get my notes. <laughs> yeah. What have you so, got? Oh boy. There were so, you know, the NFL put out a letter strict, like very serious. Coaches will wear masks on sidelines unless calling a play. You will have your mask on. Oh. So, so I thought it was gonna after, be the players to that had to wear their masks, no, but the players no, no, don't no, have no, to, not right? Players. players don't have to wear masks. Okay. Right. No. Okay. But all coaches have to. Yeah. So after well, after Sunday's games, three coaches were fined $100,000 each. Shut up. Plus the team, another $250,000 because the coaches didn't wear masks properly the way they should have. They didn't put You're them up enough. kidding. And then two more were added. Both coaches were added after Monday night. Oh, my so, God. On your bad COVID, bad, bad COVID. Yeah. We have the three. Are, so we have Denver Broncos, Vic. Oh, Fangio, really? Wait, they did not. These people did not wear their mask, right? Did not wear. Well, they had them on, but they didn't wear them. Up. Like he had it like around his neck and wasn't wearing it. Yeah. So okay. D- Vic. So Vic personally fined a hundred thousand dollars for not wearing his mask. Seattle wow. Seahawks. Pete Carroll fined a hundred thousand dollars for not wearing his mask san francisco kyle shanahan fined a hundred thousand dollars personally then new orleans saints sean payton and then again the las vegas raiders and john gruden five teams so they were fined a hundred thousand dollars personally and then two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine to the team so do you think this will wear your fucking mask right so do you think this is going to change their behavior are they going to be like defiant and be like fuck you or, or, or do you think other? Uh, no, they they will be putting those masks up. Okay, because the owners are going to be like, we're not paying your fucking funds, motherfucker. Right. Not only that, so it's funny too. Like, there's only one coach, and I could be wrong, but the one coach that I've seen of all the games that I've watched is um, Andy. Uh, I'm going to say Andy Reeves, and that's not it. Um, yeah, Andy Reeves. Sorry, uh, the head coach for the. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, he actually wears the face shield. Oh, the shield. Okay. He's the only one wearing the shield, and he never has to put his mask up and down. Yeah. He's not dealing with that bullshit, because I was watching um, uh, What's-His-Face for the... Oh, gosh. Why am I having a brain fart here? For New England Patriots. Yeah. But he had his mask on. At first, he had his nose out, but then he folded. He folds the bottom up, so it's literally sitting like oh, just wh- over hey, his nose, what's so you pro- can't see it. So he's got his headset and he's calling it. So, but don't I thought that this would be like something that's welcome because don't they always take that stupid folder and like put it up to their mouth when they're calling a play? So like this is perfect. You don't have to even do that anymore. I know. But so I was like, everyone should just get the shield. Yeah. Like Andy's wearing. Well, but even then, it's like, you got to cover your mouth when you... I mean, I guess that's only in the Super Bowl when they cover their mouth or something, right? Oh, no. They do it all the time. So then I what mean, the fuck? Wear the mask. They, You've got a built-in shield. They cover them like this. I mean, yeah. they go like this all the time. All the time. But all so, the time. I thought it was pretty interesting. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that is. I mean, 
They're not and playing around. Because one more, my last thing about football. Yeah, but no, hold on, just one thing. It's oh, just sorry, like, go ahead. Like with, um, like the, the football, the, these, these, whoever the the regulators are, are taking this so seriously because they want to be able to keep playing football. Like if the government or like there's a mandate to shut down again, like they don't want that. We all want this to keep going. It's just like when I go to the gym. Like they want you to keep that fucking mask on, or you are fucking out the door. And I'm Bye. like. I don't mind doing it because I want to be able to keep going to the gym. Like, I don't yeah, get exactly. it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, anyway. Any sense. Yeah. Um, but so I thought this was really cool. And I probably knew, but it really, like, was driven home more. And I really saw it on um, Monday night. So, like I said earlier, Monday night was the 50th anniversary of monday night football oh right and it was really cool because um sarah thomas is the first and only woman nfl referee and she was on the field oh i love that she's a down judge and she was on the field on monday night for the 50th year so it was really cool she was um it was 2017 and fun fact Monday night was actually her 45th birthday. That's amazing. So she was on the field, a referee on her birthday at the 50th year, and a brand new stadium open. That's so awesome. So for all that shit, it's pretty cool. And she's like a total sporto. Three kids, really cool. But I just thought that was uh, that was pretty awesome. That's she amazing. Was, yeah, so I was watching, good job, Sarah. Go, girl. Go, girl. Um, I was watching, I had some, something, how I got on like a sports channel or something. And there's like women commentators. You did what? <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, why not? Maybe I was like trying to like pay attention to something because of this bit that we're doing with the, you know, the games every week. But you know, I like, I, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking, looking at. So, but the thing that I do identify with is I love it when there's women broadcasters and commentators on there with these guys and they are just like talking like them and just like, they're going like head to head. I love to see those women on there that can talk sports like any other fucking man. Like they get into it. I mean, they I fucking know. love it. It is it's awesome great. to see it's them. Fun. It's fun. There's, there's some really good announcers right now. Yeah. In the NFL that are women. I'm like, go ahead. And like Michelle Tafoya, who was, she was, on the field like years ago i think she might have been the first one she really broke the barrier for women announcing in the nfl or being just doing plays when they're like yeah what do you've got for us on the field michelle so it was pretty cool yeah I yeah think it's awesome I it's a good, i mean it mixes it up it makes it interesting i mean plus, well, you know. it, was, it does it was funny i was kind of giggling because at one point um sean payton the head coach for the saints was you know, arguing about a call and he was in her face screaming. And I was just like, I thought that was great. Cause it wasn't like, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm going to back off. Cause she's a woman. Oh, so right. I can't See, yeah. Scream go for it. Cause she'll scream he back. Was, he was like, rawr, 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 rawr. and I was like, Oh good. He's not like, Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll yeah. be nice about it. So I was like, good. That is it not great. That isn't the football. The field is not a place for political correctness. And trust me, <laughs> no. if a woman has made her way onto the football field as the first coach, she can handle herself. She's fully aware of what's yeah, happening. I think that she's That's good. Yeah, you don't need absolutely. to worry about her. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, that's fun. Okay, I can't wait for that. That'll be fun next week to track your picks and, um, you know, follow along. And then, of course, you know, the, the pinnacle will be the Super Bowl, which I can't. <laughs> That's going to be fun. 
Um, one thing I forgot to show you when we were talking about um, our um, RBG. I keep wanting to say red, green, blue, RGB. RGB. RBG. Um, is this this um, this came up on my Instagram and it's in its visual, but you can go look at it. I don't even I can't remember who this news anchor is. He's on MSNBC. But the Chiron at the bottom says Mitch McConnell says President Trump's nominee will receive a vote on the floor of the Senate. And he's talking to this lady. And I don't know who this anchor is. You can maybe tell me. But he's talking to this lady. And literally on live TV on MSNBC, she picks up a glass of wine and just Uh chugs it and drinks it. Like while he's talking to her, she is just sitting, just has an entire glass of red wine that she's drinking. I'm like, this is (laughs) the most amazing thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Like... Like, like that's how that's how we are now. Look at that. You see her taking a drink <laughs> awesome. of it. <laughs> Great. Oh my god, I love that. I do know that um, announcer. How do I not know? Yeah, he's that, like nerdy, like the j- journalist. Yeah, yeah. He's got a show. I'm whatever. I just screen grabbed that really quick. Remember names? That's because I'm like hilarious. I mean, and you know, she has this look. If you go look it up, because I'm sure it's out there, you can find it. But she has this look on her face, like, yeah, I'm doing this. Like, it's yeah, I'm not, so I'm good. I'm fully aware of what I'm doing here. Totally. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so what else happened? You want to talk, do a little um, pandemies? Oh, yeah. We, sh- we should. Do we have in time? Honor I think we have the, time. We can fit it in, I think. We got some time, yeah. yeah. Uh, in honor of the Emmys, the yeah. first ever. Good job, Jimmy Kimmel. I know, um, right? Good job, right. Jimmy. Yeah, absolutely. He's been, he's going to, I think his uh, 2021 coming out of pandemic and going into uh, his future. He's, his future's looking bright. Oh my God. He's amazing. He's doing everything. And when he was on Howard this week, this last week, he was a guest on Howard on Wednesday. And it was the, for me, the best, the best interview that Howard's done on Zoom. He is so good with Howard. I mean, he's just so good. I just, he's so real. Yeah. And it's really helpful because they're such great friends. Yeah. So he can just, he gets away with, you know, he can just fucking jab at Howard well, differently too. Yeah, he can bust his good. balls a and little bit. And he knows bit. everybody. Yeah, and ha- and it's like Howard will, he let him say that shit to him. So I, I loved it. I love Jimmy. He's great. Yeah. So yeah. And he comes across just so like, I just love it. And I think, I think the thing that I've come to love about Jimmy Kimmel is that what you see is what you get. It's exactly who he is. Yeah. Who he is on an interview is what he's doing at home. It's what he's doing on vacation. It's what he's doing on his show. Yeah. He is he is chill and he's funny and he's kind of quirky and he's just this seems like a pretty all around good guy. And I mean he came from like remember when he was on the man show, which I used to watch that back home in Oklahoma. I used to watch him and Adam Carolla. I remember when it started, I was like what the fuck is this sexist man show shit? I know, but it kind of was like, okay, I liked it. I, no, 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 I heard it was, I, and the funny thing is, is like, that was fully my life in the bar. So I never yeah. watched television. It was such a, you know, I watched, I didn't watch TV really because I was always in the bar. Um, not just drinking i was working uh, right. <laughs> but so i missed a lot of those shows i should actually go back on youtube and they were find actually kind of good show. so anyway so i guess what is this from the uh trevor noah show did this i think right uh just- yeah the pandemic so it's funny of course i got the clips from tiktok, TikTok <laughs> and, I know. From, and and youtube i mean not youtube at YouTube, yeah, and uh, Facebook, but I thought they were pretty funny uh, 
just a little background on them because they have, you know, nominated best Kevins and best Karens, which we all know of people that are just literally crying and complaining and ranting and raving about not wearing masks. And And, yeah, those two names have become synonymous with the pandemic. Like they really came to the surface during all of this because of what you're saying, the the fucking complaining about having to just fucking wear a mask or fucking you can't get your way. Like <laughs> because their rights have been violated. Oh, don't get me started on that. I don't go yeah, that we're road. not going there. Right. But so, so what, where would you like to start? Well, I mean, let's just do best Karen and best Kevin. I mean, that's okay. like they're fucking great. I mean, these were hilarious. I hadn't seen these in Heidi Simpson's to pull, and they were they were really great. And and I would encourage everyone to actually go watch the the videos too, because some of them are really more visual, um, but they're good. But I so figured let's they do, came across pretty good. They did. Well, and I love the music and the announcing behind it. You know, I love I know. that spectacle. Anything <laughs> like that showbiz sounding, I love I it. I knew you would love that oh. when I first saw it. I was like, oh, my God, they did a really good job putting it to, like, oh, the, the whole drama oh. of the award season. Oh, it's so good. I love the music. The nominees for Best Karen are Democratic Pigs, all of you. I have a right to my pizza. You don't need a mask. I have a right to my pizza. I have a right. This woman is as big (laughs) as a house. I have a right to my pizza. I have a right to my pizza. You have a right to walk around the block. Oh, my God. She has a right to her pizza. I'm like, lady, you're being filmed right now. Who says that? I have a right to my pizza. I mean, and you look like you don't need to eat for the rest of your life. I don't give a fuck. I am legend. Just throwing everything out at yeah. the grocery store out of her cart. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. She's like throwing things. She's turning over end caps. <laughs> I, oh my god. Oh lord. All right, so did you see this woman? I watched. The, I remember seeing this when it happened. Yeah, she was walking by. It watching it. Yeah, she wouldn't. They wouldn't let her in, and so she gets a running start against a glass door and slams her body against it. And then she didn't do anything. It didn't break, of course. So then she starts. She rubs her cheek on it and started <laughs> licking the glass. And they, so they call it I, the, I am Legend. I am Legend. Oh, it's so good. I mean, she looks like she's kind of possessed by the devil too. <laughs> she is. She is. <laughs> I love those guys. They're watching her. Oh, they're watching her and dying laughing, and it's so hilarious. Oh shit! Yeah, that stuff is good. I mean, those that that Instagram uh, account. Everyone needs to go follow it. Karen's going wild. Wild. Oh it's my so god. Good. I mean, it is just a fucking treasure trove of people recording. At people acting like fucking idiots. Karen's and Kevin's. Speaking of Kevin, what's he up to? The nominees for best Kevin are man pushing into Walmart. Well, you gotta wear a mask, bro. Oh, that guy. <laughs> I remember when that happened. 
And again, yeah, this I love it's not as good, but he's like totally trying to push past that guy. And he's like, huge you can't black come guy. in here without a mask because right. it's a huge black guy. And this little white guy's like, and he's falling over and he's rolling on the ground, spazzing. <laughs> and then, like, and meanwhile, both those two, the other security guard that's working with that guy, they're both cracking the just fuck just up, la- laughing. They're like, you are a fool, <laughs> You're an idiot. That's the best way to handle these people is just fucking laugh in their laugh face. Laugh at them. Oh. Yep. Bro, these folks are tripping, bro. Tripping. Cusco, Florida, man. <laughs> you're coming close to me. Back off! Oh, God. Threat me again! Back the fuck up or your fucking phone down! Return to your service <laughs> of Satan guy. Bye. Bye. Please return to your service of Satan in your ignorant belief that you are right. Man dragged out by son. Fucking, I'll beat that fucking mask off your face like a fucking retard. Uh, <laughs> fucking pussy. I'm a bunch of pussies wearing masks. You're a bunch of pussies wearing masks. I don't get this. Get I mean, it. And then his son has to pick uh, him up and carry him out. I mean, who? I don't get does it. this. Like what? <laughs> People are fucking that? mutants. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, how embarrassing. Uh, oh my all right. God. Speaking of resistant to, to you know stuff like this, I had to read you something in a second that I found after this is over. That just kind of sums up the same kind of attitude that people have. Um, all right. The other ones. Let's see. I thought this was actually good. The one that was best supporting disaster in a pandemic. <laughs> So it's like it's like the pandemic's not enough. So we had the news, and this is where the the media you really kind of see how fucking ridiculous they are and how they keep this shit going, because the things that they rip from the headlines to make another spectacle out of during coronavirus, it's like I mean it's insane the things that they will fucking use to create clicks and to get eyeballs. The nominees for Best Supporting Disaster in a Pandemic are Murder Hornets. Murder Hornets, <laughs> reported in the U.S. for the first time. Gender review. Reported in the U.S. for the first time. First time. It's just like so serious. <laughs> the wildfire. A massive wildfire is burning over 7,000 acres. I talked over it. A massive Gender reveal wildfire. Yeah. A massive wildfire is burning over 7,000 acres because of a baby gender reveal party that went terribly wrong. Locust swarm. Another dangerous. <laughs> oh, wait a second. The way she says that. Locust, Locust swarm. swarm. <laughs> I gotta hear that again. Outbreak. Wrong. Locust swarm. Another dangerous <laughs> outbreak. Parts of Africa are battling the worst locust swarms that they've seen in decades. Election Day Asteroid. NASA says an asteroid (laughs) is, in fact, headed toward Earth just in time for the presidential election in November. You know what? I hope it hits the fucking Earth on the election day. Oh, my God. I I hope all of those, I hope that that fucking asteroid is on track to knock the Earth off of its axis. Wouldn't that be so fabulous? Oh, my God. What else could happen in 2020? It would be like the storybook movie ending like <laughs> <laughs> election day asteroid <laughs> i mean come the fuck on i mean is why is that news i mean it sounds like cnn who knows where it came from all right um, <laughs> what about 
Uh, oh, I thought this was good. Wishful thinking. I think this is the one where it's quotes of everyone talking about how the pandemic's going to basically over been, be over in April. Then it's going to be over <laughs> in Memorial Day. Then it's going to be over by July 4th. Then it's going to be over by Labor Day. It's like, it's so good. It's always going to be over. Right. It's like we have, I mean, obviously hindsight's 2020 and we didn't know, but if you really thought it was going to be over by fucking Memorial like Day. in a month. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Outstanding achievement in wishful thinking. Wolf Blitzer, more serious posture. The president has shifted his tone to a much more serious posture. Chuck Todd, for a bit more reserved. Oh, this was not the right one. Sorry, I've got that one up here. But let's listen. This is wishful thinking, I guess. The other one's called optimistic performance. So I guess they're optimistic (laughs) that it's going to be over. So I got that fucked up. Sorry. Here we go. And then as he took a QA, and a it was... Perhaps a bit more reserved version of, of, of President Trump. Gail King for a drastic change. We're seeing a drastic change in tone from President Trump on the no, coronavirus. Dana Bash for From a Human Standpoint. Oh. This was remarkable from the President of the United States. This is um, an important thing to note uh, and to applaud from an American standpoint, from, an, from a human standpoint. From a human standpoint, it's like sometimes they're telling everything's like, from a human standpoint. Yeah, <laughs> buzzwords and shit they use. I mean, and I'm not oh, talking no. again. I say this a lot. I'm not talking CNN. I'm not talking Fox. I'm just like sometimes these fucking people just like take this like in general. Oh my god, I'm like you need to fucking lighten the fuck up. Like I think I said this to you the other day on the phone. Maybe it was on the show. Like I hate it when it's like all people that agree. It's like CNN is all people that agree. Fox is all people that agree. Why can't they fucking get some people on either channel that don't agree and fucking mix it up? I'm so like, sick of hearing. Mix it up, and so that would be the best station. Yeah, like make a channel where it's that. both fucking and let them argue. Where they're like, actually crossing the aisle and they're talking to one another right. about what this about what it really is yeah. to be on either side of it. Yeah, exactly. I know. All right, here's rather optimistic. than your interpretation. Yeah, here's optimist. This is the one I was I was talking about earlier. I was saying. The nominees for the most optimistic performance are Larry Kudlow for We Have Contained This. We have contained this virus. We have contained this, I won't say airtight, but pretty close to airtight. Elon Musk for April. Elon Musk tweeted, based on current trends, probably close to zero new cases in the United States too by the end of April. Mike Pence. For Memorial Day. By Memorial Day weekend, we will largely have this coronavirus epidemic behind us. Jared Kushner. Idiot. For really rocking again. I think you'll see by June, a lot of the country should be back to normal. And the hope is is that by by July, uh, the country's really rocking again. Donald Trump. For like a miracle. I cannot stand Jared Kushner. I know. He's the... Ugh. He's so slime. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Just wormy. I bet his dick is... Very like, thin and very like, like almost translucent. Oh, and right. Just like just always like, limp. Not long. just like jelly. Yeah, it's like jelly. But very, very thin and white and smooth. <laughs> I bet. I'm telling you, and I think probably cut. He's a Jew, right? So he's definitely yeah. cut. But but very skinny and white and yeah, translucent mm-hmm. is a good word. It's normal, and the hope is, is that by by <laughs> July, uh, the country's really rocking again. Donald Trump for like a miracle, it'll disappear. It's going to disappear one day. It's like a miracle; it will disappear. Fucking idiot. One day, yeah, like it will disappear in years and years from now, and maybe there's a vaccine. And people actually fucking follow the protocol that they're supposed to follow. 
It's not really a big deal, though. Don't worry. There's, yeah. there's only 200,000 people dead. It's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, do you want to do best supporting supporter? So this was people supporting supporters. This is like yes. Mike Pence supporting the Trump or the Attorney General supporting Trump. It's like... It's the, everyone supporting Trump. Yeah. Well, there's some other ones, I think, in here. But it's like the, the links that these people will go to is just ridiculous. The nominees for Best Supporting Supporter are Mike Pence for Thanks to This President. As President Trump said, we're all in this together. And he deployed a whole-of-government approach, but uh, thanks to the President's leadership. Sorry, this is funny because when I was trying to record this off, I actually accidentally clicked onto another tab and another one started playing. And that's why you hear her say, gas mask, right in the middle. Wait, listen to this. This is me fucking up when I'm recording. But I didn't want to go back and redo it. A whole of government approach, but uh, thanks to the president's leadership, it has actually, we're all in this together. He deployed a whole of government approach, but... Uh, thanks to the president's leadership, it has actually developed into a whole of America approach. Alex Azar for You Were Brave. You bought us valuable time by taking that strong action, Mr. President. You uh. were brave. You were, it was unprecedented. Dr. Jerome Adams for He Sleeps Less Than I Do. The president, he's... I can't stand this guy, by the way. And no, it's not because he's black. <laughs> Sleeps less than I do, and he's healthier than what I am. Dr. Robert Redfield for your decisive leadership. I want to thank you for your decisive leadership in helping us you know, put public health first. I also I want to thank blow, you blow, for blow. coming here today and, and sort of encouraging and bringing energy to the men and women that you see that work every day to try to keep America safe. <laughs> Just so you can try and your job. Yeah, so there was some more stuff on there, but I think there's a more That's visual. That's good. We got it. Yeah. Uh, you know, costume design, you got to go look at it. But Deborah Burks was the one. You know, let's listen to what she says. What was it? Scarf for every occasion. Nominees for best costume design are Dr. Deborah Burks for a scarf for every occasion. Which is good, by the way. Yep. It is good. <laughs> Matt Gates for mocking gas mask. Congressional. Right, so that guy was wearing a full on gas mask in the House chambers or something. I, I didn't even see that when that happened. That was a new one. Democrats for Kente Cloth. Senator Tim Kaine for Old West Bank Robber. Yeah. He's wearing a wild, wild west mask. Yeah. He had like a big like, scarf on or something. Mm hmm. Yeah. But so check anyways, that out. So, yeah. That pretty, was cute. I, that, I thought they were pretty cute. But yeah, you're right. I love that fucking dramatic music. Oh, I love it. And I do have to give an Emmy shout out to uh, Shit's Creek. Oh, I know. Fan. You love that. So does Rob. I just can't get into it. I'm sorry. Love, love, love. You don't have to apologize. Uh, just in like, uh, but you know, it's a great show. It's kind of like other shows I haven't been into, and I'm like, okay, yeah, if you deserve it, you deserve it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to back to what these, you know, the Kevins and Karens. I was just gonna say really quick. I thought this was funny. Um, someone posted a uh, comment on some stupid, you know, internet <clears throat> site. That said, did you know? Back to what I, I guess was what I was trying to like loop back to was people resistant to kind of like do stuff that like you know they, it's good for their health and kind of mm -hmm. like makes sense. And this one actually has to do with like anti-vaxxers. But like someone posted a comment that said, "My three-year-old is not vaccinated, and there's currently a measles outbreak in my state. Any suggestions for precautions I can take to protect her would be much appreciated." 
And so people wrote it down below. There was some comments. They were, you know, the best comments were just like stacked together and compiled because you know the fucking internet. This is when I actually don't mind people's comments because <laughs> one person said, "Bring her to the edge of the flat Earth. The air is cleaner there." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh wow, that's good. That's great." That's great. Amanda goes, "Have you tried thoughts and prayers?" <laughs> I'm like, "Good." And then this guy goes, build a wall around her and make the vaccinated people pay for it. Sending my thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, this last woman goes, did you try sharing her picture on Facebook with the caption, one like equals one prayer? <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking idiots. These people just amaze me. They're amazing. They're amazing. Uh, so, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, they're not. Well, we didn't talk about a lot of stuff, but you know, there's more to come back to every week. More fun to be had here. What about the Ellen thing? We didn't really, I didn't really pull it, but what do you think of the Ellen apology? So I thought it was all right. I did too, but she was, I of thought course. Was, I think oh, she glazed right over the stuff that has been like out there. Well, but no, I everyone think. drug her for not addressing it. I'm like, I think she kind of did. So I think she had actually, for going on and doing her first bit for the beginning of the season and, you know, COVID and all of it, I thought it was fine. She, I, she didn't have to, like, show clips of everything that everyone had seen and everything they were putting no. out there. She went through and said, you know, it's hard, and I work on it, and I'm not perfect. And, you know, and basically also, like, thanks for bringing it to the, you know, putting it in the light. To help make me better, uh, you yeah. know, it's not easy what she's do, what she does. You know, even when she was like, you know, I went from this is why I did it, and you know, then you're in charge of 270 people. It's a lot of people. I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. I would. I wasn't like. I didn't. I. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'd have a soft spot for Ellen. I. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I do. I thought it was fine because you know what? She's not perfect. And, you know, we and that's another thing. People hold people in this light like, oh, my God, you're the kind woman and you're supposed to be the best all the right. time. And she's like, I, I have sad days. I have bad days. I have yeah. mad days. Like she's fucking human. Yeah, totally. And she's been out there doing a good thing. Yeah. So I thought well, it was I thought it was decent. We'll see what happens. We'll see what changes. Actions speak louder than did. words, as they say. Who is they? This is true. And I did love her uh, antique white blazer. I didn't love oh, the yeah. turtleneck as much, but I did love that blazer. <laughs> it was supposed to be uh, a resemblance of like when Kesha went out and sang that song at the Grammys when after she oh. <laughs> broke away from that rapist. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, we still didn't get to a couple of things, but, you know, we've got more for next time. We do. We always like, have more, always which have is more. really good because, like, wow, we went way over on time today too. That's okay. I've been. Yeah, I've no, got I a lot of feedback that says we need want more. We want more. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> All of our followers. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, go listen. We need some plays. We got to start promoting this. We got to get some graphics, and we'll start promoting it, and you'll start seeing us everywhere. I so. mean, merch is coming out soon. <laughs> exactly. Merch is coming. That's right. Merch. <laughs> All right, we're going to play out with a little throwback to DJ Paulo. 
a little mm. Chicky Boom remix oh, just for you, you know, Hottie. That's my fave. Throwing back to peak time back in December when everyone was getting coronavirus and nobody knew. <laughs> <laughs> there was still a rub and tug everywhere you thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll see you on the next one, people. See you on the dance floor. See you on the dance floor, lady. Can you feel the sound inside your soul?